And what's been a very difficult season overall for the Chicago Bulls, there have been a couple of bright spots for the Bulls. One being Zach Levine's recent play. Patrick Beverly definitely can be considered one of them. Even maybe Kobe White's development in every aspect of the game other than his shooting could be looked at as one as well. But I'm going to talk about one today, and that is Nikola Vucevic and why he may be the most underappreciated Bull. We're also going to talk about what this means for his offseason and who's most likely to come back next season, whether it be Io DeSumo or Kobe White. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. You guys can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And we're going to jump right into it today. So I wanted to talk about something. This is after reading an article from Nikola Vucevic on why he is one of the most underappreciated Bulls. Now, some of this is due to him and especially his performance last season. But some of it is also due to Bulls fans kind of zeroing in on Nikola Vucevic being the cause for problems or just a player that he's just not being. And, and they they miss who Nikola Vucevic is because they're so focused on what he is not. And that is one of the top 10 centers in this NBA, probably top five. And yes, he has his issues defensively, but what he does offensively is elite and not easily duplicated by many people in the NBA. And I've said this before, and I've really gone back to say this since last season, is that if you replace Nikola Vucevic with just a defensive center that blocks shots and rebounds, it completely will mess up the team offensively, a team that offensively already has a struggle in not being a modern offense. But let's talk about Nikola Vucevic. Nikola Vucevic right now has 41 double-doubles. He's third behind DeMontis Sabonis and Nikola Jokic. Now, double-doubles aren't everything, right? Let's let's be clear here. Double-doubles are not everything, that, but that is a stat, especially in the area that the Bulls do need help with, with rebounding. And Nikola Vucevic had this to say in regards to his double-doubles. I don't focus on how many double-doubles I have, but I do want to make sure I do my job rebounding. With the pace of the game and the amount of shots in the game these days, I should be able to get 10 rebounds as a big man. I'm a very prideful player, and I always want to do my part for the team. I'm very consistent with that. And right now, Nikola Vucevic is averaging 17.7 points per game, 11.3 rebounds per game, and 3.3 assists per game. And while that's not too far off from his uh, stats last season, in which he averaged 17.6, 11, and 3.2, the efficiency that he's doing so with is hugely different. Vooch is now shooting 51% from the field goal range that's up from 47% last season. On top of that, he is shooting the three-point ball at 35% clip versus a 31% uh, uh, clip last season. So he's, and I've, I've said this, many other people have said this and labeled this, Nikola Vucevic has been the most consistent Chicago Bull this season, Zach Levine is now being that, of course, after the All-Star break. But Vooch has been doing this night in and night out. And you still hear many Bulls fans complaining about what Nikola Vucevic isn't. And yes, Vooch has his own defensive limitations. They're huge, right? And especially we do see them against more athletic bigs. It becomes evident. But what Nikola Vucevic does mean to the Chicago Bulls team offense, an offense that we've already talked about needs to be more modern. We've already talked about it's stuck in being a 90s or early 2000s offense, and that's not because of Nikola Vucevic. Nobody has sacrificed more of their own personal game than Nikola Vucevic for the Chicago Bulls team when you look at the fact that DeMar DeRozan operates as a low post player for the most part. On top of that, right, it, it takes away... The, the, the spots that Vooch usually gets his, his points and it's forced him to be more out on the perimeter. Now, Vooch definitely needs help defensively. And ideally, if the Bulls are going to hold on to Nikola Vucevic in this offseason, they need to do so by putting a big 
next to him are, are constructing the roster in a different way that is going to help overtake some of his limitations, much like the same way we need to do with Zach Levine and having a high-quality point guard next to him so that it takes the ball out of his hands and he can focus on what he does best, that is scoring. I've said this in a couple of episodes ago. The best chance that the Chicago Bulls have to modernize their offense is by playing more through Nikola Vucevic and Zach Levine, making them the one-two punch and using DeMar DeRozan more as a garnish on top of what these two players are able to do. That's not to say that DeMar still doesn't need his shots and his opportunities, but that is just to say that for a team that the league has figured out their offense about after about 30 games into last season, it definitely helps. And so, you know, this offseason, Nikola Vucevic coming into his free agencies left a lot of questions. He did not get a contract extension from this front office. So, of course, that has now left everyone wondering what is the future of Nikola Vucevic? Is he even going to want to return to a team that's dealt with so much turmoil and a head coach that has just not used him to the best of his ability? And that that is a question that I can't answer, just to be frank with you guys. And we won't really have the answer to that question until we go through the offseason and see what this team does to make moves, to open up things on this team a little bit more. But I do look at Nikola Vucevic, and much like I said over a year ago with Kobe White, when everybody coming into last season was saying that Kobe had to be traded, the Chicago Bulls would be crazy to let Nikola Vucevic walk away for nothing. And I mean that. Now, that does not mean that you have to resign him for that. As we've seen before, the Bulls can orchestrate a signing trade. There are going to be teams that are that come knocking on Nikola Vucevic's door the moment free agency opens. And those teams, some may be over the cap, some may be under the cap, and the Bulls could very well help a team get Nikola Vucevic that doesn't necessarily have enough cap space depending on what he wants by, by doing a signing trade. Now, are the Bulls going to get something back hugely important? Probably not. But the Bulls did send out a first-round pick in a signing trade to acquire DeMar DeRozan. Could the Bulls do something similar to that? It's a possibility. Anything is possible and at the feet of the Chicago Bulls, but Nikola Vucevic is an asset you cannot allow to walk away for nothing. And the sad part of it is, most Bulls fans won't understand how much Nikola Vucevic helped this team until he's gone. And that's just a problem with Chicago sports and, and Chicago sports fans and Bulls fans in general. We always kind of focus in on what a player either is. Now, we either fall in love with what they do or we, or we fall out of love because of what they don't do. And sometimes the truth is somewhere in, in the middle. We either overvalue or undervalue our own players, and that isn't just a Chicago sports thing. That is a sports thing through every single um, uh, fan of a team. But when it comes to what Nikola Vucevic has done and means to this team, I definitely think that if Vuce was to walk away and we were to place him with that just solely defensive-minded center that can't shoot, pass, or anything that a lot of Bulls fans want, it's going to be an even more difficult season next season. Now, that's not to say that there isn't upgrades from Nikola Vucevic available. There absolutely are. But at the price that they come with and the way that the Chicago Bulls operate as under the luxury tax, the biggest question is how, how hard would it be for the Chicago Bulls to get one of those players that truly brings in a lot of what Nikola Vucevic doesn't do while also maintaining enough of what he does do for it not to hurt the Chicago Bulls offense. There's some. Jacopoto is definitely one of those players. I definitely think that Jacopoto can come in and be a starter for the Chicago Bulls, not necessarily offer the shooting that Nikola Vucevic does, but I look at what he is as a passer, a rebounder, a shot blocker at times. Yeah, he could definitely come in and, and step in for Nikola Vucevic as the starting center, and I do think that if that happens, um, it wouldn't be as much of a, of, of a, of a, of a hurt to the Chicago Bulls. But the biggest question is, can the Bulls get that type of player in this upcoming free agency? Eh, we'll see. We'll see. I do think, and as I've been saying, AK has to do his work. And this is going to be another offseason in which AK cannot kick the can down the road. He has to get 
to work and earn his job, earn his money in this offseason because you already have to now figure out what to do with your point guard situation, especially if Lonzo Ball is not ready to go. But another another set of players that the Bulls do have to make decisions on in this offseason are Io DeSumo and Kobe White. And if you kind of want to throw that in as well, is also Alice Caruso because if you do decide to try to hold on to both of them, I don't see a world in which maybe Alice Caruso comes back. You still got Pat Bev. What's the decision there? The Bulls have to make heavy decisions. And looking at the at the path of Io DeSumo and Kobe White, and we've talked about this about a month ago as well, is that as the season continues to go, the question becomes more and more evident is that more than likely both these players are not coming back. And what sucks about that is you're giving up a player that's going to be 22, 23 years old, still has huge upside no matter who you decide between these two players. Now, again, I want to be clear here in saying that you don't necessarily have to choose between the two. Is there a road in which the Chicago Bulls make enough moves in other spots of the roster where they try to keep and retain both these players? Absolutely. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc you look at Io DeSumo came into the season as the starting point guard i'm sure expected him and his agent expected he was going to get a sizable offer in free agency with the with the Io's performance and the regression in some areas albeit he can still absolutely come out of that it's now left the question of how much is Io DeSumo going to get? Is he going to get as much as he is, or is it going to be on a more favorable contract for the Chicago Bulls in which they can sign him for two, three years and maybe keep that contract a little bit lesser? Io would then enter free agency back in, at, at age 26 and still have a chance if he's proven himself to sign a huge contract even as a former second-round pick. And then you have Kobe White. Kobe White, who has drawn the critique of Bulls fans literally since his rookie year. And albeit a lot of it is that is due to his performance. He did not come in and he was not the scorer that we thought we were going to get in Kobe White. Has not done that consistently. And this season has some of the worst shooting splits of his career. But he has changed and impacted the game in a lot of different ways. His defense is the best that we've ever seen. His dribbling is the best. And understanding how to take players off the dribble. His passing, playmaker, has all seen noticeable developments and leap this season. And so when it comes to this offseason, the Chicago Bulls are going to have 
to try to decide on whose upside do we want to bet on. The gap between them defensively is the closest that it ever was. Now, Io still, of course, has a higher ceiling defensively, whereas Kobe White has the higher ceiling offensively. But the thing is, is that the, the overlap between the two players and where that is right now, which one do you want to bet on? This is a this is an off and I, and you know I I right now the Bulls are in a play in playoff push play in push and they absolutely should be the the way that they're playing the fact that a lot of teams above them are losing that should be our focus right now but I don't know if people quite understand the bevity of the decisions that AK and Eversley have to make with players this season right you have to try to completely remake your roster on the fly because they're not going rebuild I know that's some things that Bulls fans some Bulls fans don't want to hear. We're not going full rebuild. We're not tanking for a pick. We're not doing any of that. This Bulls team is going to try and most likely is going to try to retool and, and build a, a better constructed team, albeit a team that they have to insulate against their head coach and their head coach's sometimes uh, philosophies as far as going small. But the, the key factor of this, right, is how much does AK want to bet on development? How much does AK and Eversley want to invest in these younger players? Or how much do they want to try to go after veterans, older players again, to try to keep this thing rolling and keep trying to fight for playoff spots while you're trying to develop that next superstar if you can get... The Bulls are in a very weird place and not that Io or Kobe are going to be the answer to that question of us looking for our next superstar. I do think that AK has this right now stigma placed on him because of him, some of his decisions and placed on him because of some of the, the decisions based off the front office prior to him. But the Bulls cannot continue to be the team that allows these young players to go away and blossom in other places. You can't continue to be that team. You can't continue to be the team that is like, oh, had we just waited? Had we just put the ball in that guy's hands? Had we just uh, uh, empowered him? Had we just built his confidence? We cannot keep building the being the team that drafts these players that then go on and another coach invests in them or another team invests in them and then they blossom into the best versions of them. Best versions of them. So it's a tough decision and AK has to do some future forecasting when looking at these two young players. It's hugely important. And so in a, in a, on a team where we already have not seen the development that we want or need from Patrick Williams, he's shown flashes of it. But we need to see more of it. Ayo Dasumu showed flashes. Kobe White shown flashes. Dalen Terry can't even get on the team. Marco Simonovic is stuck in purgatory in the G League, even though he has some skill sets that we absolutely could use. And his defense ain't going to get no better guarding against G League players. This offseason is one that, as I've been saying, AK and Eversley have to pick a direction. And by that, I mean this. Sometimes you have to get worse before you get better. And with the Chicago Bulls, if they were to move DeMar DeRozan, if they were to whatever, and put the and give the younger players more opportunities to blossom and grow, yes, the Bulls may not be as good of a team initially. But then what would they be after a year fully allowing these players chances and opportunities to go through growing pains, make mistakes, but have the weight on their shoulders? Pressure either busts pipes or makes diamonds. And right now, the Bulls, in their avoidance to bust pipes, aren't making diamonds out of their players that came in with a lot of promise either. And until AK, head coach Billy Donovan, is ready to bite the bullet and maybe bust a couple of pipes to get a diamond, we're going to always be stuck in this area. And even with the people that saying that they want to see the Chicago Bulls go full rebuild, the biggest question at that point is, do you trust Billy Donovan to develop that player if we were to get a top four pick this season? Do you trust Billy Donovan to develop him? Do you trust Billy Donovan to put the ball in that player's hands? Do you trust Billy Donovan to maximize on that player's potential and help them grow? A head coach, albeit that was brought into this 
into this team and development, his ability to develop was one of the things they tried to sell us on Billy Donovan. This is a offseason of questions. This is an offseason of tough decisions. This is an offseason in which you have to look at it. When you look at the, the, the players that could or could not come back to the team, Nikola Vucevic, Ayo DeSumo, Kobe White, Javante Green, um, um, uh, now Patrick Beverly being added to that as well. Those are five players on a 15-man roster that you have to sit there and look at and wonder, how are you gonna, what are you going to bring them back? And you can't bring all five of them back unless you're sending out an Alice Caruso or DeMar DeRozan and, and other pieces to kind of to, to maximize on the potential of those players and the skill set of those even older players in a Pat Bev and Nikola Vucevic. It's, it's not an easy offseason ahead of the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, before we even get to the offseason, we have to get through this play-in and this play-in push. And I do think that you have to look and use this push to evaluate who's stepping up, who's maximizing their opportunities, who's helping you get, on, get into that play-in area, who's helping you to win these big games, who are doing the things that are necessary for winning. That's where we are with the Chicago Bulls team. And it's, hey, it's not going to be easy. And it's going to be a season in which I think, and, and we're going to lose somebody that is going to go off and blossom on another team. It's just going to happen. It's, it's whether it's a, it's a Vooch, who's a veteran, is going to go somewhere else, and that team is going to use him better. And we're going to be reminded that Nikola Vucevic is an absolute 20 and a 10 to 11 monster. Or is it going to be a Kobe White who finds his shooting touch and stroke and consistently on another team? Or is it going to be Ayodosumu who hits those Drew Holiday comparisons after going somewhere else in restricted free agency? Again, don't want to fear monger. Don't want to place fear or worry or concern on any Bulls fans more than what we already have to deal with after this bull crap. This season that we've had to deal with has been tough. But when it all comes down to everything right now, yes, we need to focus on the play and push. And I think a lot is going to be told. But once this season ends, no matter where it ends for the Chicago Bulls, whether it ends in a first round exit, a playing exit, no matter where it ends, AK and Eversley got to get to work and making those tough decisions. And those tough decisions are going to be ones that we look over, reevaluate, and reconceptualize every step of the way afterwards. The same people that are critiquing Nikola Vucevic, once Nick, Nick goes to another team, if he does, and blossoms there, those are going to be the same people. Oh, well, you let Nikola Vucevic walk away for nothing. That is the nature of being a Chicago Bulls fan and being in this community. But we'll see how it goes, man. We will see how it goes. Um, this was just basically a long, passionate rant about my team. I, had, I have no notes, none in front of me today, other than Nikola Vucevic's stats. Had no notes in front of me. Did not know where this episode was going to go in. Hey, this is where it is. This is where it led me. This is where, I guess, my heart and love for this team took me today, man. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all, man. Peace. By the way, make sure you guys go and follow Chicago Bears Central as well. We've been killing it over there. Love you guys. Peace out. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.